but the game was different, right? The the, the rules was different. The ball. Oh, was the Euro, different. The, Euro, the Euro style is different in America. The Euro style was a lot different in America. <laughs> That's the Especially, first time y'all seen that Euro step too, huh? Absolutely. Uh, Taylor Gangby, um, originally from West London, um, currently Surrey Scorchers captain in, in BBL. Uh, yeah. Hey, T, man, it's great to have you on the show, my man. Um, it's It's been great to, to see your career um, throughout the years and all your journeys and stops. Um, I don't know if you know or realize we are the same birth year. Um, so, you know, we've been around for, for a while and, yeah. um, you know, you've been full throttle with the, the, the playing and I've been full throttle with the coaching. So um it's pretty pretty awesome to see how you know your career has gone and, and your many stops so um as i said great great to have you on and hopefully uh somebody will learn something from your from your journey <laughs> i man. hope so i hope so <laughs> um so as we as we kick it off man um what was your basketball dream growing up um that's a good question um well, there wasn't one, to be honest, to, to keep it all the way real. There mm. wasn't really a basketball dream. When I was younger, um, growing up, uh, I knew I wanted to do some sort of sport. And in the UK, obviously, it's mainly football focused. Um, I played a lot of sports. So during my teen years, it was really football focused, um, athletics. I, wanted, I liked running. Um, and I played a little bit of cricket actually. So basketball didn't really, yeah. So basketball didn't really come into the mix until I was like 16, 17. Um, and so I, I didn't really have that traditional um, NBA um, top like goal kind of thing that mm -hmm. kids have. Um, um, I obviously. Premier League was something I was interested in, like every other kid that grows up. But there wasn't that really, oh, I want to play for the Lakers or I want to get drafted or I want to go to school here. I didn't really have that because I was meeting the game so late. So I was still trying to figure out the landscape of, oh, what do, what do you do here? What do you do at this age? So, yeah, I didn't really have that, um, those targets at that young age. So, okay, that's interesting. And when you say, you started late. How late would you say? No, what I think my, I first picked up a basketball to play properly when I was about 16. Mm. Um, I had my first game when I was 17, if I'm correct. So only probably a months later, I had my first basketball game. Um, and then I just started developing from there. I didn't really know much about the sport. Didn't really know much about the game. Um, I just started picking it up year after year from there. And why? Why did you? You know, you said you was an all-around sportsman. So, why did you pick up basketball? Why did the focus shift at that age? Um, it wasn't something that I really wanted to do. It wasn't like basketball was on my radar. So, my brother, um, my oldest brother, was a football player. Um, he was playing for uh, Queens Park Rangers at the time. And my middle brother uh, was boxing. He's he's an ex-pro boxer. So I had different sports around me, but I never had basketball in, in my vision. So 
it actually came from being, I think, my last year at school. Uh, one of my friends who was close with me um, took me down to a training session and was like, oh, you're tall. Why don't you try basketball? And I was like, mm. but because he was one of my friends, I gave it benefit of that and I gave it a go. Um, and I didn't really love it, to be honest, the first time I started playing. Because at that age, if you're 16 and you're playing with other 16-year-olds that really know the game, know what yeah, they're doing, yeah. you're just out there making... You're just out there making a fool of yourself, basically. <laughs> so it's not like when you're under 10 or you're 11 or something, you can just fit in where you get in. At that age, yeah. kids know how to dribble. Kids know how to shoot. They know what they're doing. So I didn't really love it when I first went. Um, so I think I went for like two weeks and then I was like, nah, it's not for me. Um, I'm not good at this. And then I, and then I, I never, I never I, well, I didn't go back for like a few months. And I think it was, I think it was even my mom or someone in my family was like, oh, how did that basketball thing go that you tried? I was like, ah, it's not, it's not for me. Nah. Um, and she, and she, I think she said, no, you should try and give it another go. So then I went back um, and I saw something in basketball, something about, I don't know what it was. Something drew me to it about the grind of like starting from nothing and being able to get better at it. And I saw Okay. over a short period of time that I could really get better at it. I could sort it. gives you quick... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it gives you like a quick... a quick like gratification. Like if you can okay, if yeah, you yeah, get yeah. better at something, especially if you're starting from round zero and you see yourself get better at it and you can go away and work at it. It's a sport where you can really like go away and improve and then come back to a situation the situation would be different so that's one of the things i really loved when i started playing basketball and i still love it till today like there's still things at my older age there's still things i'm learning there's still moves i'm i'm mastering um and it's just that's probably the thing i love about basketball the most is the the chance to improve day by day even if things go your quickness goes you can improve something else there's so many aspects of the game in terms of skill that you can keep working on and master that um, that can improve your game. So I think that's one of the things that kept me going at it when I was younger. I was seeing quick, rapid improvements, catching up with people that have been playing for a long time. Um, so yeah, then I ended up sticking with it and the trajectory uh, continued. Nice, nice. And it is a bit like that, you know, when you're, uh, I think sometimes when you, when you find yourself doing something and like oh like oh you know like when you're shooting uh, you know when you're learning to shoot and like i hit side rim and hits yeah. the back rim you're like oh just a little bit oh just a little bit yeah more. you oh, can figure it out as you go along yeah. yeah you can make your own changes as well as you go along and it's um it's rewarding when you're doing that you're shooting 10 15 20 30 shots and they're off and then you're like oh what if it's hitting the front rim like you said let me just put a little bit more power on it now you're making three out of ten, four out of ten, five out of ten, then you're like, oh, okay, this works. Now you'll keep going, you keep going. You'll see, you'll see, you're physically seeing it as you're working. So it's, that's one of the things that I love about this, the game. Mm, definitely. All right, so um, from West London, you're just getting into this sport now. Um, kind of, as you said, a late bloomer. Um, and then talk us through the process of I guess it's like zero to six because you went to Temple. So, I mean, how does that even come about? You played your first game at 17 and then 
what a year or so later in Temple. Talk to us. So, um, so from playing my first game, um, that was in a central venue league, um, and then the team that I was playing for at the time, Ealing Tornadoes. Um, they were in under under 18 conference at the time mm-hmm. um so i joined up with them started playing we ended up winning that conference and obviously <clears throat> as i got better i was like a, a big part of the team i started enjoying the sport a lot more um and then from playing there i just kept playing every single day just kept practicing um and then my next move after that was to i played uh towers pretty quickly after that um and in that period playing with towers it was uh under 20s um so i was playing quite quite young in my age group um and then in that period my parents kind of put it to me they were like um because they saw how much time i was putting into into the game so they kind of put it to me like America is the place to be like if you really want to bearing in mind I didn't really know much again I'm still trying to figure out the landscape yeah um, so they they said like America is the place from what they know and they didn't know a lot about basketball it was like America is the place to be so if you want to go far in this should, should we look at going to America so um, it was it was as simple as that my parents booked me a flight and boom, off we went. I had some family out there, had some family in New Jersey, and I had some family in Detroit. Whoa, 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 let me, hold on. So you guys just said, hey, we're gonna go to America. Yeah, that's, all, that's just... what we did. That's what we did. We, I had I had family out there. That's crazy. Um, so my dad rang, rang my uncle and was like, look, my son really, he's getting into it. Um, I know that America is the place to be, to play it. Um, what do you what do you think? And my uncle obviously jumped at it. He was just like, "Yeah, let's let's bring him." My uncle started making calls. He called uh, a few schools out there, um, and he was in the New Jersey area. So I'm, I was in um, New Jersey for a period of time, and I was in uh, Detroit for a period of time. So we looked at a few schools there. Um, and I had a few tryouts uh, with different schools, different community colleges. Um, I was just there. I didn't really know what I was getting into. So um, my dad took me, my dad and my mom took me over. We stayed at my relatives and like day to day, we were going to different areas, different schools. Um, and Temple was one of those schools that my uncle approached um and they were they they were they were good over there they were super good over there we went down because it's not it's not a far drive from where we were in new jersey um and i just remember going there and seeing the facilities and being like whoa this is this is different this is this is like another world um so went into the process i had two two maybe three practices with them um and yeah, it was it was I was thrown in at the deep end. It was it was a, it was a whirlwind immediately when I got there. Um, of those practices, um, some meetings, uh, and after about after I had moved on, I stayed 
at Temple for well, I was going back and forth from New Jersey to to Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the course of about about two weeks, um, then after two weeks, uh, I moved on and they got back to me while I was in Detroit looking at other schools. Um, and they said uh, they would like to offer me uh, half the scholarship. So half the scholarship at that time was still relatively a lot of money. So um, mm. I took my time. I took my time in America and I stayed to to try and figure out my options. Um, at the time, my options were were pretty slim because um, uh, I would have been an international student. So um, the meeting that they had, I wasn't in the final meeting they had. My parents were in the final meeting they had. And they just said that simply was, I was like a, a raw talent that they're willing to kind of take a chance on, but almost not willing to take a massive chance on. So, um, and which was, for me was, that was okay for me. That was enough for me to hear that this place that has like, it was literally like two, massive main roads of buildings is willing to take that kind of chance on me um but then it just simply came down to finances like it was the 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 fee would have been 20 plus 20k plus um as an international student so even on the half scholarship i'm still talking a lot of money and my parents at the time weren't weren't um financially able to 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 back that for me so it became a thing of what do I do now? Do I try and find the um, the finances while I was out there? But it it wasn't it wasn't to be. So um, we ended up. I managed to stay with my visa, uh, my visiting visa. I managed to stay for the whole three month period, working out and doing different things here and there, um, and trying to make the situation um, work. But it was it was too too much of a on such short notice was too much of a thing to hold. So my my dad put it to me. He said, "What do you want to do? Do you want to?" Because he was like, "I've got to go back to. I've, I've got to leave. I can't be here with you." Um, so, what do you want to do? Do you want to stay, and hopefully you'll try and try to figure something out, or maybe this uh, temple will be able to make something work, or do you want to come back home and um, we look at a different a different uh, path for you? And I was like, it took me a while, but I was like. Uh, let's let's go back home because I'm, I'm, I don't want to be out here with um, without without my parents and without the knowledge and the landscape of of the land without the landscape of the land and also put myself in a difficult situation in terms of my visa as well. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, let's let's go home and um, that promptly. I think there was some more conversations had. Um, from overseas, overseas, but I think that promptly ended, ended the um, what do you call it, the American dream for me. So after that, um, I had a few more stints, or a few more coaches looking at me, um, but I really, from that, what I really took away was, oh, right, I've got to go and take this sport seriously. If I, if if there's something I want to do, I've got to yeah. go away and really take the sport seriously. If the, if a university or uh, uh, establishment like that can 
think that they I can do something with this I have to go away and gave some motivation yeah and push for it so oh, that's, that's how cool. that's how long and how quick my uh, college experience was so okay so you go over there and they see you you practice they sign you up so do you enroll in any classes are you nope none of none of that at the time because that would have all had to have gone through like a separate separate um i don't know faculties or whatever it is i was just gonna i was just there for basketball purposes initially on a tryout it was through my uncle had contacted someone through their sports department so i hadn't gone through the educational part of it at all okay uh, so you yeah. wasn't you wasn't an enrolled student but they no okay gotcha so once if i took if i took the half scholarship that's when they would have um followed through yeah and taken my academic stuff and sorted it all sorted it all out so but without that without that money um there was there was no chance i think my parents were hoping that after maybe one or two more practices that they might change their mind but it wasn't it wasn't to be i think the team that they had at the time was pretty set as well so i don't think i would, I would have been coming in to make any any uh splashes straight away so mm-hmm. i think they, they kind of knew what they were doing now that is interesting i've never heard in all my years i've never heard a, a situation of um the extreme leap of faith right like for your parents to go hey let's just go and from my understanding, you can correct me if I'm wrong, you didn't have any mentorship from anyone that's already been through the process from no. England side. No coaches saying, hey T, I've got to connect or, you know, no. everyone, you know, it was just a case of your parents believing in you and you had some family over here. And so yeah. that was like real solo and real, I guess, zero to a hundred with, you know, <laughs> excuse the cliche, but like going yeah. and co- committing all of that that's that is um that's crazy that, that is wow um, i think at the time like i said i didn't really know looking when i look back at it i didn't really know i didn't know a lot of people in basketball at the time other than my coach at the time um and my parents could see that i was trying to take it seriously so them having my back i think that's what they thought the next i think at the time i didn't even know that people were going from the uk to america to go to school um i didn't know that until i come back to the uk and like did some research and figured out tried to start to understand the landscape um so it was re- it was really 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 early on in my basketball journey that um it happened so um yeah it was it was it was uh i wouldn't say it was a bump it was more like a learning curve and more of a a pivotal point for me to be like okay this is 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 this where basketball can take me is this what i can do i didn't know i didn't know at the time what basketball could do for me at the time for me it was just i i like playing it i was really enjoying it because i again nba wasn't really that accessible to me at the time. I think, I think at the time I remember it being on like 
Channel 5 or something really late the at mi- night. Yeah, and the middle of yeah, the night. Yeah, so it wasn't really something... It wasn't something that I saw a lot. So I didn't... I was still trying to... At that time, at that point um, in British basketball as well, there wasn't a lot out there. So I was still trying to figure out the landscape of basketball and what, where is it? Where do I find it? How do I get it? How do I intake it? Um, and later on in my career, I started finding ways to, to, to get it and to intake knowledge and to figure out the game and figure out what opportunities could arise from it. That is such a crazy thing. Um, now, that's just throwing me through a loop because there's a, a corresponding questions that follow it, but um, none of them make much sense. Um, looking back at it, you know, considering all that you know now and meeting all the guys that you've met and knowing guys, you know, your age range that have gone and come back, is there, do you feel like there's an opportunity that you missed out on? Yes, you didn't know, but do you wish you knew more then? Um, it would have changed some things? 100% there's opportunity that I've missed out on. I mean, that's that's the college experience, isn't it? If anybody doesn't go to to college, you've missed out on that experience. <laughs> that's, that's an experience. So, um, but I don't really have any, it's, I think it, the way it happened for me, I think it's better that it happened that way because I did, at the time I didn't really know what I was, what I was missing. Yeah. It's only later on in my journey that I figured out that, oh, what well, these guys are going to play in massive arenas and they're flying in jets and they're, they're playing in such massive games. Like it's only later on when I figured that out. And, and mm-hmm. by that point I was already like embedded in what I was doing wherever I was. So I don't really have any regrets about the decisions I made or any, oh, I wish I'd done this, I wish I'd done that. I, some, I've got, I always have teammates that come come from America and say, man, you didn't, you never played in college? Like, if you played in college, you would have done this. Or, I'm just like, well, I don't really know because I mean, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't really for me. That's not where, where, where my path took me. So, um, and I, it might, it sounds crazy, but I'm pretty sure it's not a strange story for other kids that are growing up in the UK that might have just missed that opportunity or might have been too late or not known yeah. the right person. It's not, it's not, a, I don't think it's an uncommon story. Now, it obviously, now it's getting better. We've got different links, different avenues, more people uh, are traveling back and forth. Like there's, it, there's different ways to connect with people. Um, well, I sound really old talking like it's, we're in the stone age, but, but really back then there wasn't really that, I mean, I could count on my hand how many people in my age group that I really knew that were out there doing something or... T, as I said at the start, we're the same year, so... Yeah. We so both remember the dial-up. Like <laughs> yeah. dial-up internet, all right? So, yeah, it wasn't none of this instant stuff to your phone. You know, exactly. Fo- phones were still, like, green screen and, and black yeah. writing. So, you know, yeah, it, it's definitely a lot more accessible now. Um, I think coaches, programs, you know, um, again, if you you imagine yourself and I, I don't know myself personally, I enjoyed the journey I've been down, but you know, can you imagine having an academy mm. at your, uh, your, expo- your disposal? Do you know what I mean? You go, mm. you, 
work out in the morning, you do your school, yeah. you work out in the evening, you play games. Like, I think the, the age or the time change has been so drastic and yeah. so quick too, you know, when the yeah. academy started popping up, it was two, three, four, yeah. and that, you know, it just spread like wildfire. And, and, and even yeah. now you get so many programs in the same area. So, um, yeah, yeah, that just wasn't that just wasn't around when, wasn't. when I, it just wasn't around when I was, which is is amazing right now. I, I love the, I love the time that we're in right now, and it's amazing for the school. Um, okay, cool. So we'll pivot a little bit. So the Scorchers have um, an academy, right? So how yeah, much dealings do you have with um, the academy? Um, the first year it started, I was heavily involved. I was like an assistant coach um, while I was playing. So I had a lot of um, involvement in it, in the starting up of it. Um, obviously, Kalen is head coach um, and he knows what he's doing. He's been coaching for, for a long time now. So, um, But uh, right now, um, there's some players that, well, as the years are, it's been going for years now. So as years have been going on, it's, been, we've had a few players that are one foot in at the, on the BBL team and and, have, and then the rest of their, their time is spent um, with their academy. So it's just, um, I guess my role is just to help them navigate that one foot in as best as they can without it being overwhelming. Exactly, without it being overwhelming or it, um, or without them, it's hard because they still need to balance what they're doing at school and at the River Academy. So without them doing too much on one side and forgetting the other side, do you know what I mean? So just help them balance it and keep keep level-headed, really. So as you see the talent come in, what do you tell the players? You know, these youngsters that, you know, they are you 20 plus years ago um but now they've got the knowledge of the states and i'm, I'm sure everyone that comes through the academy aspires to either go to yeah, the states or play for the you know bbl team so mm -hmm. what what is your advice now as somebody that kind of missed that mark um in terms of like moving in their the future and stuff i just always say what i think i would tell myself i would just say make, make the decision that you feel is best for you because despite the situation you go into as long as you feel like you made the right decision for you at that time which is all you can do um you'll be able to look back and be like well i, I made the right decision for me at the time i mean there will be very few or if any if any regrets um but it's a minefield now it's a minefield now there's there's so many options there's so many people to connect with like I said earlier um, so it's good it's good it's really really good but also I think it can really be really hard on a, a young person at that age to uh, to know what is the right decision so whether it be going to the states whether it be going to academy in Europe whether it be um, staying home and, and honing your skills I think you got to be 100% honest with yourself and you have to be honest with where you want to go and you have to also have a good support system like I've always had good support around me um, 
good support system to 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 validate where you are and where you think you are and what you think you can do and support you in, in those moves. So um, it's hard because as a as a kid you want to you want to believe in yourself. Um, mm-hmm. But how much how much do you believe in yourself? Obviously, you should believe in yourself as 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 much as you're supposed to, as much as you can. But um, within the realms of what you're doing, like you want to be realistic and you want to be have realistic achievable achievable goals um, and set yourself goals and knock them down and then set more goals and knock them down so I think that's that's important that's important for kids to strive um, but to to strive with realistic goals achievable goals achievable there you go Um, and I think sometimes as as you know, young people, um, young individuals, it's understanding what's achievable, right? It's understanding it's hard, where you are. Hard. You know, if, if you know, let's say, um, I had Ryan Richards on the show a couple of weeks ago, um, and we're talking Shout about- Ryan as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> at a, and, his, and his journey is also is awesome. You know, someone that had the opportunity to go, but decided yeah. not to. You know, yeah. and, and you know, finding out why you wouldn't want to go to the states if, you yeah. know, considering the culture that we have now, and everyone's like, I want to play D one, I want to do this, I want to do that, yeah. and understanding that, a, you can be successful, not going to the states, yeah. and b, like, you know, it's not the end all and be all. Like, there's fours and against, and you know, here at the show, we, you know, we try and give an unbiased approach, unbiased opinion, um, and it's just information that people can have to make a decision that's right for them you know um and i guess how important would you say mentorship you know if you had even you not knowing the full scope of college how much of a difference you if you found steve bucknell earlier in your career you know at 16 how much difference do you think that would have played um I think because Steve obviously was was massive to me in my in my basketball journey. He's probably probably top three people that helped me navigate and understand the game. And it's not just the game on court, but the game in general and where it can take you, the things things it can do, and paint a better picture. Because I'd, I'd never seen anybody like Steve before in my entire life in terms of basketball. Terms of Steve would tell you crazy stories of him playing here and people like chasing him places because he played basketball. Just mad, he'd tell you mad stories. I'm like, what? I'm like, this guy is is this real? Like, I'd never heard I'd never heard these stories before. So um, he was one of the. So I, I, it's hard. I, I don't know if I hadn't met him before and. He, the knowledge he'd given me I had early or maybe when I was in my early teens would things be different would I know different things I don't know and um, it's hard it's hard to say I think it's it's which is which is again I go back to it which is why I'm like 100% okay with like all the decisions I made because I can't really um talk about things that I you don't know had about. no control yeah I had no control over at the time and things that I didn't know um and would I have loved to pick up a basketball earlier yeah um 
but I didn't. Would I? Would I? If someone gave me a basketball when I was five, I'd probably be like, "What is this? Like, what am I doing?" <laughs> I mean, so it, so all all these things like yeah. they all fit into each other, um, like perfectly. I feel like my basketball journey has just been like a step after step after step that has just fallen. In it's not been something that I've written. It's not been something that uh, has. has um, being calculated or I've said that I want to do this and do this it's just been things that have organically fallen into place step after step after step after even till now till today it's just things that are, are falling in place um, and that's how that's how my uh, career and my journey has gone that's obviously people pe- kids that are listening and kids that are watching it's it's without a doubt it, like the goal should be to strive for to play basketball in the best place you can learn the game and the best place the highest level possible and there's no doubt that that is obviously at your age would be a d1 or d2 or whatever it is school so obviously that is at that age that's your pinnacle of where you should be and where you should strive to but that doesn't mean if you can't get there for whatever reason that there isn't another avenue that can't take you take you there or there isn't a, a, a different situation that might be better for you so it's all on it's all on the individual and, and the circumstance and the situation you, you find yourself in so um, I mean it's obviously last season I was I spent the majority of the season with uh, Cameron Hildreth who's now gone to um, Wake to, to Wake so I've had I've had the experience of him ask like him asking me like oh how do you think it's gonna be and I've just been like look like it's basketball at the end of the day if you go out there <laughs> they want they want you there so they want you there for a reason if you go out there and, and work hard and do the things that you're supposed to do the game will take care of you like it's supposed to so um, it's interesting for me having him um, on my team and him being a talent on my team and me having to mentor someone else that's going into a different situation he's not going. Uh, this is not his first year pro and he's now saying how do I perform at a high level uh, consistently at the pro level he's saying how do I prepare myself at this pro level to go to uh, college. go to college to go to a good that's college crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? so is... now as me as a leader as a, as a person as a mentor as well I'm having to switch my brain a little bit and be like, oh, well, I haven't fully been in that situation that you're going to, but the game is still the same. And the basis of what we do here is going to be the basis of what they do over there. So if you attach yourself to, to, to the right things and good habits and all those things, like you're going to, you're going to be successful. There's, there's no way there's, the game rewards hard work and it rewards all of those good things. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I didn't even think of it from Daniel Hildreth's, uh, Karen Hildreth's point of view in terms of looking at it like I've played pro yeah. and I'm going to call it, which you know, what I mean, across whatever you know, some might argue, you know, you play in one of them big conferences, um, it can kind of rival pro or you know bbl at yeah, some of, level. Course. Um, of course and it's they're, they're they're two different games the 
the the I guess we are classed as the European basketball game and the college is two the college D one game is two totally different basketball games. The way it's yeah. played, the roles of people on the team, like the the roles on people on our college team will be probably evenly spread to a certain extent depending on who's on that team. Yes. The roles on a professional team it's not it's not it's not a charity <laughs> sport. It's not equally spread. Like there's there's people on the team that are brought to the team solely to do a couple of things and other people on the team have more free reign and other people on the team are somewhere in the middle. So it's it's two different games he's having to to, to master in a short period of time. So that's hey that's church man that is preaching is um, and I think, you know, me coaching um, high school at the minute, um, I think one of the coaches asked me, I, my, my voice is trash because we had a game last night. Um, and they were like, hey, how, how, how do you remain so calm? This is before the game. So how do you remain so calm? And I'm like, hey, we're in high school. Like the level of knowledge at this age the development, like they're still pretty raw. They're still like figuring things out. They're figuring their lives out. I've got yeah. a young man from Surrey who's, his beard's just coming in, you know what I mean? He's going, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, it's hard for me to demand excellent from this, excellence from this kid who has no understanding. You know, he, he might have had an idea or whatever, but him figuring his life out, yeah. you know, when he goes to the next level then, He'll be asked to do more. His, you know, talent level and, and all the rest of it. And then when you get to, like you said, pro, it's like, hey, you need to do this. If you don't mm. perform, I get rid of you. I cut you. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, you move it's on. That's it. So it's, it is a different mentality and it's a different level of understanding. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I really, I really do appreciate um, that that side of things. Um, when you went to uh, Canaries Basketball Academy. How long was you there for? Uh, I was there for a whole whole season. Whole okay. season. For a, I guess for a summer and this and the season. So, and then did you not think about going back to the states after you spent a year there? Um, good question. So after being at the at the CBA, um, it was. So when you're there, it's very intense. I, I, I guess it's probably similar to a college situation, as in you wake up, we're waking up six and we're going to practice 6.30 and we're practicing and then we're coming off the court, having breakfast and then we're having Spanish lessons and then we're having a little rest and then we're going back to practice at lunchtime and then mm. after, like it's three practices a day and it's very regimented and our coach at the time rob it was from unlv he coached at unlv so he very much had the he's spanish but he very much had the american he had the american accent he had the american philosophies he had all that down packed um and while we're there like month after month we're having college coaches come through like different colleges um we had like memphis pepperdine like Stam like so many colleges came yeah. through and people the likes of uh ashley hammond was getting recruited and menelik uh watson was getting recruited to fsu and some of my other 
French teammates as well. They were getting recruited to different to Memphis and different colleges. So it's, it was intense. It was intense. And so that was another part of my journey where I was like, obviously the college thing arose. Um, it was later on now. So now I'm, I had spent, I uh, 19, I'd spent one year in the BBL. Um, I spent one year in the BBL um, and I had left and I had to go to this academy. Um, that was with the Capitals, so, right? Yeah, with Capitals. So I'd left to, to, to go to the academy after that year. Um, and the the main guy at the academy, Rob, who was a coach as well, he pretty much put it to me. He was like, look, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to go to, do you want me to bring these coaches here to see you? Uh, bearing in mind now you're 19 and, and your time at the college is, is not going to be as long as, as some of these other guys. Or do you want to, um, and at the time, Joel Freeland had just left. Okay. And Joel Freeland was at the academy for a while. Um, and he had just left. And I think by, by that time, I don't know if he had gone straight to the league or he, I don't know, he was yeah. doing his business. He was either in the league or uh, somewhere in Spain. So that template was also there as well. So he had said, what do you want to do? Do you want to, do you want to go to school or do you want to, you're 19 now going to be 20. Do you, do you want to go into the pro game? So I'm in his office and he's asking me this question. And for me, it was, do you want to go back to school and learn and play basketball? Or do you want to, or do you want to go and make some money now? And I said to him, what, 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 um, what are my options? Like, am I going to get a team here? Or he's like, if you stay with me, we can, we'll figure all that out and we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep it moving in that direction if that's what you do. So, um, and now I'm starting to understand, I'm understanding a bit more the landscape of, of these things. And I'm thinking to myself, do I want to go back to school? Do I want to go back to school? Uh, and, and this time now I'm, I'm way more than hooked on basketball. I get it. I get, I see, I've seen what it can do. I understand what it can take me. So I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's go. I've, I've been, I've been at home in university as well. So I'm like, no, let's go. I've, I've done the school thing. Let's go and um, let's go and make see how much money I can make from this, and let's go and see if I can make this as a profession and as a career. Why I still have these opportunities. So um, it was good, man. It was a, another like a, a why in my uh, journey, like a why road in my journey. Mm-hmm. And um, um, again, I chose to pursue a professional career and um, and. I've been leading on from then that many steps to different teams and and a uh, long BBL career. So, okay, so now you've got the knowledge, you come to that why again, but now you have information on both sides. What pushed you to go pro instead of school? Um, mainly because I was in school at home. I was, at, I was in university at home. Um, uh, so I kind of, I guess it wasn't, it wasn't the same as a college experience, but I was in university at home and I wasn't loving it. And I wasn't the passion that I had when I was playing mm-hmm. wasn't, it wasn't transferring into, um, 
what I was doing at uni. So um, it was just a case of if I can do this now at, at 19, 20, and there's something that can be done. Um, I've done the, a whole year of university at home. I can come back and, and do that, finish that off if need be. But I don't know how long this opportunity will open be open for me to have an agent here and have opportunities to go and play pro and um, and make some money as well. So hmm. yeah, it, yeah. I guess and and when you lay it out like that, I mean, I was. 26 when I got my um, bachelor's so yeah you know you can always go back and yeah go to school but there your athletic ability you know as an athlete your window is only so big right so yeah um, I, uh, that makes sense um, and again I, it for it to relate to my my mind frame and my journey at the time is I was like craving as much basketball as I could get at the time because I'd again it's still relatively new to me like with the whole basketball thing so I was I wanted as much as much basketball as I could like consume at the time so I thought in my head that going pro would be the embodiment of all the basketball that I could base that I could take at the time yeah I see that so that was that was my thought process and, and my frame um and obviously, making money doesn't hurt any situation. So. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't uh, doesn't dissuade you from uh, taking no. the option, <laughs> mm. uh, especially being you know nineteen, twenty, and yeah. you know being out. And I, and I guess there's a lifestyle that goes with it, right? So yeah, you know you have the label of school and classes and kind of being. Uh, somebody's responsible for you kind of thing not yeah. making your own decision and then yeah. you're like hey i can be a pro i can make my own money i can go here go do this be my own man almost mm. so um i guess that would definitely come into um into question coming into you know making your decision at that yeah. age and and then i guess it's it's uh um as you said you had the pros and cons you're like hey i want to be my own man and make some money so um so where does the obviously we're not saying you're 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 finished your career or you're looking to retire anytime soon but as you reflect on where you are now mm. and you know those things understanding you know you could have gone to back to college but then you've also had this awesome career do you I wouldn't say regret, but are you ever like? Do you ever think about what it would have been if you went to school after being in the CBA? Um, I only really think about it if someone asked me, like you were doing now. I don't really. It's not like I'm laying up at night like oh, I should have gone to college. No, I've never, I've never, <laughs> I've never really done that. I've never really done that. If, if I'm being honest, but. Obviously, uh, like I said before, like sometimes I've got teammates ask me like, oh, how come you never went to college? Or like, my coach would have loved you, or did it, all these kind of things. Um, and uh, some, it crosses my mind, but being so, like it's weird, my journey in basketball, I keep saying it, but it's been so like step by step by step. And so like every journey is like a, almost like a surprise to me. Like, oh, I can do that. Oh, oh I can do this. 
so I never really regretted because I, I didn't really know the steps I was taking were there like I didn't know I could go to America and someone would offer me a scholarship I didn't know that I could play pro at like 18, 19 and be really good I didn't know that after that year that GB would call me up and say come play under 20s I didn't like I couldn't fathom like any of these things so every step for me like when I'm getting those calls or someone's telling me like look I'm like you sign this contract I'm like oh like every step was like an eye <laughs> like even like I even said till 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 present day like every step I have in basketball I'm still like when I signed at the Scorchers and they they said to me we want you to be the captain and we want you to to lead this team I'm like oh I'm like what me? Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, every step, I'm just like grateful and like humbled by everything that has happened to me in my career because I never really saw at a, like a 13, 14, 15, 16 year old. I never really saw this kind of path for myself, and I think like I've managed to. It's managed. I've managed to forge it out, but a lot of it has been like just been there and I've made these decisions and it's curved and it's carved and it's curved and it's taken me where it's taken me so um I'm I'm really 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 super 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 grateful to have have and to have had the career that I've had in basketball mm-hmm. um so I never really I'm never really that guy that's like oh man I wish I went to college because the career I've had already I'm like wow it's I never awesome. saw this never saw I never saw this happening I never saw if you told if you like fast forward and told me like when I was 15 that by the time you're 34 you would have played in four or five different countries basketball represented your country uh, been playing pro for 16 seasons I'd have been like what? yeah yeah man I would have never been there so so it's just it's hard for me then to sit back and be like oh man I wish I did I did that yeah. other thing over there, so I can't, I can't, I can't really, um, like my mind doesn't really work that way to, to, to think that, oh, look at that over there. But what I can say is I'm super, super happy when I see these kids go into America and I see like Cameron and I see, I can see the excitement from them of them getting this opportunity and I can, and I love it, man. I love that, that, but for me, that's, part of the game as well them enjoying the game so I see that as the basketball it's weird I can't explain I see that as the basketball and them enjoying the basketball because I haven't really experienced the full college situation so mm-hmm. um, yeah it's just it's not I, I very I don't think I have any regrets at all in terms of any decisions I've made um, because I'm still just like humble doing well, yeah. I've done so um it's hard for me to think about something that I've maybe missed out on or... Okay. Um, another question that I've wanted to ask this for a while. Um, what's it like being a franchise player? What's it like <laughs> being the face of a, of a franchise, man? It's only hey, a few Sam, guys. That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that, it's a lot. Uh, no, like I said, man, I'm... I'm like blessed I really feel blessed to be like uh, in 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 that opportunity and have those 
even words those words uh, surrounding my name and stuff like that it's it's humbling and it makes me want to get up every day and like put that work in and, and work harder and try and live up to to those words and, the, and that responsibility um obviously it comes with ups and downs and rounds and rounds and stuff like that but i wouldn't change it at all for for anything so um i don't know it's responsibility it means you always have to be the example it means you always have to be the top in whatever it is um you have to lead uh yeah. it's 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 a, it's a lot of things and a lot of again a lot of things like my whole journey i've just learned on on the go like on the fly oh i've got to do this oh okay how do i do it oh that's how i do it okay let me go try to do as best as i can and that's pretty much how it's been with everything that i do basketball okay this is what you're supposed to do oh how do i do it ah that's how you do it all right cool i'm i'm gonna go do it as best as i can and that's pretty much been like the whole the whole the whole story for me so um it's 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 um humbling it's uh it's amazing for me and it's something as as i get older it changes for me right now it's it's teaching my kids how to to be leaders at the at the young age they are if they see me talking to um talking to my team who's full of uh from 20 to to 30 plus year olds if they see me talking to 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 that team of 15 maybe 16 17 18 people and they can see those people listening to me i can see my kids seeing them listen to me it's i can see the growth in their mind of them understanding what leadership is and understanding that oh my daddy actually is the guy that can can like control this thing i can see the 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 cogs turning in their brain so it's something really really fulfilling to me um uh in terms in terms of the future and 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 my family life as well nice um controversial you don't have to answer it if you don't want to um might be something nice for scorchers fans but has there been any point in your journey, well, your Scorchers journey in particular, because I know you was there when it was the Heat, and then you know when it rebooted and and all around. So you've been a part of this franchise for for a while. But has there been any point where you said to yourself, like, "Hey, I'd want to go somewhere else and not take on this responsibility. I'd want to go somewhere else and not take on this role," or I'm gonna go somewhere else for the money, or you know, has there been any wavering, or what has kept you in this position? Might be a bit. Uh, it's a good question. Um, there hasn't been any point really where I've been really close to saying, okay, um, let me look at this other opportunity. There has been opportunities since I've been there for a while now. So there's been opportunities arise um, since I've been there, but none of them have been something uh, that I feel has been uh, fulfilling enough for me to to branch off. Um, so 
no, it hasn't really, no, nothing has really wavered me in, in the time that I've been playing there. Um, I've had opportunities, but nothing has really made me say, okay, should I explore this avenue? Should I? Because I'm, 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 I'm the kind of person that if I start something as well, I kind of want to finish it. And my work is not yet done where I'm at. So I'm not yet, it's taken longer than, than I planned originally for, for, for me to, to, to do what I need to do, but it's something that I'm still um, fighting for. Since I've been there, we've only managed to lift one trophy um, in the new in the new franchise. So it's something that I feel like my work is not done yet. I'm not the kind of person to, despite the times that we're going through, good or bad, I'm not the kind of person to bail on something, especially when I was part of the inception of, of it all and I was part of the the, the beginning um, to take to push the franchise forward so I really am like invested in it and I feel like it's almost a part of me so it's something if I help the team be successful it's something it's making myself successful in the, in the, at the same time so nothing has really wavered me from from yeah there's been some bad times where I've been like oh, okay is this what I is this what I signed up for? Is this what I want to do? But uh, that's life, man. <laughs> if every time something bad happens, you're like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> you're gonna be leaving Bad a lot movie, of things. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna be leaving a lot of things and be moving them and, and shaking everywhere. So, um, no, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me that before as well. But um, it's deeply, deeply in, in, embedded in me, like the scorches. Um, even though we haven't been as successful as I thought, as I planned when I signed um, I still envision that success um, and it's something that I'm still chasing so as long as I can still play um, as long as I'm still productive I will still be chasing that success with Sari Scorchers Nice um, So yeah just before we finish up T um, and I really appreciate your time and you coming on the show and um, I would like to personally thank you as well um, for helping me get my first and only BBL win um, <laughs> under my belt. It was a good so time. It was a good time, man. Great times, great times. That was a great was a journey time. and um, that was awesome. Uh, it's terrible good Henry here. Uh, thank you guys for watching my episode of Eurostep and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you, I dropped some knowledge for you guys if there's anything there. Um, but yeah, keep hooping. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, yeah, see you soon. Appreciate you watching the Eurostepping. I want to thank everybody for watching Eurostepping. Watching the Eurostepping. The Eurostepping. The Eurostepping. You've been watching the Eurostepping. The Eurostepping. Eurostepping. You've been watching the Eurostepping, a great podcast show hosted by Coach D.